Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true with your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty from overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to not only build a direct sales business, but also my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I hope that this episode finds you well, finds you feeling good. I know a lot of states are reopening, and so I hope you're feeling good about that if you're in a state that is reopening or a country that's reopening. But y'all, it has been a week, and I can't wait to tell you about it. This week, we're going to be talking about systems and why they're so important for you and your life and your business. And I'm going to give you three simple systems that you can implement today. Yes, you heard me. But before we get to that, you guys, I have to tell you what has been going on in my life because <laughs> I know you're so interested. Okay, you guys know that I have three kids. John Mark, my 13-year-old, almost 14-year-old, what? He has been having some struggles with his toes. Yeah. And if you follow my Insta stories, you totally know this. And this is kind of gross. So maybe I shouldn't share it, but I'm gonna because we're friends. He gets ingrown toenails. And (laughs) his big toes, according to the doctor, are bulbous. I don't know why that that word cracks me up, but it does, you guys. So anyway, he kept getting these ingrown toenails and would have to go and get them surgically fixed. And John Mark, as you know, has anxiety. And um, it got bad, you guys. Like going to the doctor was so intense because every time he'd say, you know, they're just checking it, right, mommy? They're just checking it. And I don't know if he really says mommy, but... I think he does in my head. He will when he's 35, right? He'll still be mommy. But anyway, so we went back last week and one of the toes was not looking good. And she said, okay, buddy, we're going to have to do the surgery again twice, right? So he had his nails fixed surgically, whatever, in December. And now we went back again, like in you know, April because they were bothering him again. Turns out he had to have surgery again. So we kept trying to put off one of them and we just couldn't fight it anymore. So today he had his hopefully final surgery. And you guys, I think I had more anxiety than he did because I had anxiety over him having anxiety. What is that all about? (laughs) Thankfully, his doctor had given him some medicine to kind of help him with his panic attacks because when we when I would take him to the doctor I mean he would freak out he's so loud it it was just he would get very upset and oh, 
I'd have to keep cool and just be like, Jill Mark, it's going to be fine. Everything's okay. It's all right. And it just became such a thing, right? And I knew that his anxiety was so intense and that made my anxiety intense. So I'm sure that we were a ball of fun. But anyway, he got it taken care of today. And I was so proud of him because the medicine definitely helped, but he had prepared his mind for it. Whereas the other times she kind of said, you know what, John Mark, we're going to have to just do the surgery. And he freaked out because he hadn't prepared mentally for it. And I realized with all of this and how well he did today and how he knew what was coming. And so he handled it because change for him is very hard. Unexpected things are very hard for him, but he handled it so beautifully And it got me thinking, I was like, you know, this is so much our life, right? When we can expect things, when we know that things are happening, they're coming, we can mentally prepare. But when things happen and we don't know they're coming or like COVID, right? Or this quarantine or whatever, it can really mess with our minds. And so um, it just kind of gave me some insight into what makes people tick. Like for John Mark, I know that he needs to be as if as as best we can, we need to prep him and he needs to mentally get to a space where he's ready to do something. Whereas I on the other hand, I'm like, all right, let's just do it. Let's just do it. But just because I want him to do it right away and I'm okay with it doesn't mean that he is. And just giving him that space and that time to mentally prepare for it made all the difference in the world. So I don't know if that helps at all, but I just think you know, just keep that in mind, as, especially as parents. I think recognizing that some of our children need a little bit more time to mentally prepare. And I think in the future, yes, we had to pay an extra copay. But in the future, when there are situations that arise like this, I think I'm going to say, okay, you know what? Can we just come back and do this? Unless it's an emergency, because I know that he does better when he has the time to mentally get to that space. So anyway. That's what's been going on with John Mark. (laughs) Um, Anyway, okay, so you guys, we're going to talk about systems today. And the reason I wanted to talk about systems is because systems are, is what's going to make such a difference in your business. And systems, I think, have this they seem big and scary to some people. Some of you listening are going to be like, yeah, listen, I am a systems master and they come very naturally and easily to me. I am not a systems master (laughs) because I am very much a fly by the seat of my pants kind of a person. I am a creative. I am like just, I'll take things as they come, but systems make me a a more effective business owner, right? So even though that's not what comes naturally to me, I know that implementing systems in my business is going to make me work smarter, not harder. And that is the same for you. You need systems in your business and in your life to make you, help you work smarter, not harder. You want to be more effective, right? The things that you do, you want them to be effective, There's no, and isn't it the worst when you've just, you feel like you've worked all day long and then you feel like you have nothing to show for it. Well, that's where systems come in and systems help you kind of avoid that. I want you to think about what it was like for you when the quarantine started. For us, we didn't know when the kids were going to go to school. We didn't know how it was all going to happen. But then as it was unveiled and when they started four weeks later, it was very hard. 
I hated it. I hated it. I I remember telling a friend, I don't know how we are going to do this. I'm going to complain to the school. (laughs) This is unacceptable. How can they expect working parents to have to do this schedule along with the kids? Y'all, I was a brat about it. I never emailed the school. But I felt like it. I was so mad in the beginning. But then, you guys, a week later, it was easier. Two weeks later, man, we were almost in a group. Three weeks later, it was the kids were independent. They were they knew exactly what they needed to do. They they had created their own systems and in turn I had a system. I'd moved my most of my coaching calls was started in the afternoon rather than the morning and y'all it worked. It's working. We still have 2 weeks left of school. So it's a system that we have created. In the beginning it's so uncomfortable, right? But then as you keep trying and keep implementing it, it becomes automatic and you don't even have to think about it. Now, I'm embarrassed to say, I can wake up at nine o'clock in the morning. You heard me. Embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing. But I can wake up at 8.30 or nine o'clock and know that my kids are already in school. That is messed up. I can't believe I just said that out loud. But Caroline starts at nine and she knows because it's a system, okay? It does take some getting used to, but once you do, everything becomes easier. Think about how Chick-fil-A works. It is like a finely oiled or well-oiled machine because they have the system in place. I do curbside a lot, (laughs) maybe not a lot, but when I do Chick-fil-A, I do curbside and it's great. You place your order. Then when you get there, you put in the number, the parking space that you're in, and then out it comes. And it works well. I don't have to wait very long because it's all systematized. It's all automated. Okay. And that's the goal for you is to create enough systems in your life and in your business so that you can be more effective. It doesn't take as long to complete certain tasks. And you end up at the end of the day thinking, okay, I have something to show for that. So the first part that I want to talk to you about before I give you the three simple systems is that I need you to make sure that you get out of that mindset. If you are thinking, well, I'm not a systems person, or I never follow through, or whatever the negative self-talk is that you're giving yourself, I need you to stop that, (laughs) okay? Anyone can create a system. It doesn't matter. You have a system now. Every morning you wake up and you brush your teeth, I would hope. That's a system. Systems help us create habits or things that we do automatically, okay? Maybe brushing your teeth isn't a system, but what you do in the morning, how automated it is, that's what systems do for you. And I guarantee you, if you commit to starting and implementing these systems, it will change your business. So let's talk about the first system that I'm going to (laughs) tell you about today. This one might be uncomfortable for you, (laughs) but it's really good. So you know how when you come and you start working and you get distracted, right? You might get distracted by your email, all the emails you have to read or all the emails that are coming in. Maybe you get distracted by Facebook or Instagram. So the first system I'm going to suggest that you do It's really not a system, but it becomes a system, 
is to turn off your social media and to turn off your emails. Now, let me be more specific here. I mean, you could easily just tell yourself, I'm not going to go to Facebook and I'm not going to check my email. But for some of us, it's a little harder, okay, to to do that. So there is a there are so many plugins and you can google this, but there are plugins that kind of snooze your email, especially with Gmail, where you don't get no new emails come in until you turn it back on. Then you can also if you do a lot of your work on Facebook, like if you need to go and post something or you're working in, on there for some reason, there's an, a, a news feed eradicator that you can turn on and it and it stops you from getting distracted. That way, you know, okay, I need to go post in this group and I need to post on this page. I'm going to do that. You go, you do it. You don't get distracted. Then you can keep working without getting those email notifications And then when it's time, when you finished an activity or when you finished a task, then you can go back and check those things. My friend does that with her email, Stacey Tushel. She's been on here before. And so she doesn't get interrupted or distracted by those emails that come in because ultimately we get emails throughout the day, right? And sometimes they are distracting. If you hear it, if you see it, it can become a distraction. So by snoozing that, turning that off, you don't get distracted. The newsfeed eradicator is a little bit harder because, you know, you don't want to turn that off. My suggestion to you would be to take the apps off your phone if this is something that you are committing to doing. That way you can go and look at it on your computer, but only when you're done with what you need to do. The reason I say this is because we spend so much time, so much time getting distracted and wasting our work time. And then at the end of the day, that's when you end up feeling like you've been working all day. You've been sitting at your desk, but you have nothing to show for it. And much of that is because we get distracted. So by creating that simple system where you have your email turned off until you're ready to check it, and you've you've either eliminated the apps from your phone, or you've turned on Do Not Disturb, or you've done the newsfeed eradicator, whatever it is, you've set it up so that you're, you've, you're silencing those distractions, okay? That just becomes a system, and that's what you do every day. You just do it every day when you work. Maybe you only work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that's what you do. And when you're getting started, when you start building these systems, some good ideas are to, if you're a posted person, write posteds on your desk or wherever you work so that you remember to do that. Okay, just so that you can start getting into that habit and building that system. And I don't know how you feel about that idea because, frankly, some of us love our news feeds, right? But I have a client, a, a one on one client who's also in my membership, Wealth and Worth Builders and the Leadership Academy. And she is so good about it. Lisa, Lisa Saney, she does not look at social media until after she's finished her work. And I remember when she first told me that, I was so impressed because that takes dedication, right? Because sometimes we want to be distracted. But when she does that, she gets so much accomplished. Y'all, she is blowing up. And we're going to have her on the podcast in the next few weeks. But 
she's blowing up because she's showing up in her business and she's not getting distracted. Now, there are other reasons she's blowing up, like getting incredible, like she is just, her business is booming. And we'll talk about that in a later episode, but that is why that's part of it is because she's creating systems, okay? All right, the second system is to identify a day a week for specific tasks. For example, let's say you're doing home parties or you're not doing home parties, you're doing Facebook parties, or you're doing bingo nights, or whatever it is, and you have someone who is hosting these events, you need to be coaching them, right? You need to tell them what they need to do. You need to get in touch with them. You need to ask them if they have any questions. Set aside a day a week for that, for hostess coaching. Maybe it's Mondays. Mondays are going to be your day for hostess coaching. Maybe you only work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, okay? So Tuesdays could be your follow-up customer service days. Those are the days where you just go back into your parties, you go back into the previous orders, recent orders, orders from two months ago. That's when you do your follow-up. And you guys, I have a system for follow-up. It's nothing like, you know, like you've probably heard about the 222 method. I talk about how to do that and how to implement following up in in your business, creating that system. It's a freebie. So if you'd like to go get that, just go to rachelaperry.com forward slash follow up. And that's a system right there. But the system that I'm talking about now is just designating a day for certain tasks. So let's say Monday's your hostess coaching day. Tuesday's becomes your follow-up and customer service day. And then and then wait, did I say Monday is your hostess coaching day. Tuesdays are your follow-up and customer service. And then Wednesday could be the day that you really reach out to your team and you plan your team meetings and you come up with ways to help them and motivate them. Those That's creating a system. Now, when you first get started, you're going to have to set alarms on your phone or you're going to have to put post-its on your desk, whatever it is to remind you that that's what you're doing. Because it takes practice, right? It takes practice. But then when you know, okay, it's Monday, today's my hostess coaching day. Who do I need to reach out to? Who do I need to contact? Who do I need to connect with? You know, because that's your day. If it's follow-up day, you know, okay, I need to go back and look at previous orders. I need to just follow up and make sure they got their, their orders, so on. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want you to do. Now, it's really important to if you mess up, to keep going, <laughs> okay? Because there are going to be mess ups. There are going to be days when you forget or they're going when you're starting or days when you don't have anything to do and then it you, sort of leaves the forefront of your brain. But keep going because this is how you're going to create the system. And then it's going to get to the point where you come into your office or wherever you work, you're going to sit down and know exactly what you're meant to be doing. And the final system that I'm going to suggest for you today is to plan out your social media for a month. Yeah. Plan it out a month at a time. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to pick one day. Maybe it's a week before the next month or however you want to do it. And you're going to plan out maybe, let's say, how you have to first of all decide how many posts you want to make. And I am going to suggest that you pick one platform. So let's say Instagram. And if you're an Instagram person and you are not following me, you need to come follow me. It's at Rachel A. Perry, sister friend. That is my favorite place to be. 
but you're going to pick one platform and then you're going to decide how many times you want to post. How many times do you want to show up on social media? Okay. Maybe if you decide on Instagram, I want to post four times a week. That means you're going to need to come up with 20 posts. Now you might be saying, well, I'm on social, I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook. Girl, you're going to repurpose that stuff. Okay. Remember we're working smarter, not harder. So you can repurpose everything that you put out there. You can share the posts. Well, a post that you put on Monday on Instagram, you can put on Wednesday on Facebook and just tweak it a little bit for your Facebook people. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but, and I don't know if this is the case for you, but my Instagram followers are very different than my Facebook followers. So I do definitely change posts around if I am doing that, which I do. Because it's just slight things that are a little bit different. So set a day aside and plan out those posts. Write those captions. Set aside two hours just to do that. Then you don't even have to think about it. And then you can go even a step further and schedule the posts and have them scheduled so you don't even have to think about it. But that's just even an extra step. You don't have to do that. I'm just saying this becomes something that you do maybe the last Sunday of every month, the last Sunday of every month, you spend two hours and you plan out your social media. If that system is implemented, you guys, how much time is that going to save you in the long run? How many times do you look at your phone and you're like, I need to post, I need to post. What am I going to post? What should I post? What am I going to post? Right? This is huge, 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 huge. Okay. So Really, if that's something that you are trying to work on and you're trying to get better at, then that's a system that you want to implement now. Now, I've just given you three simple systems to implement in your business. I do not suggest that you try to implement all of them at once. The first one's pretty easy. But I am not suggesting that you try and do it all at once because guess what happens when you try everything at once? Nothing sticks, right? It's like saying, I'm going to go change my diet. I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to drink more water. And I'm also going to cut out sugar from my diet. Well, when you try and do all those things at once, nothing's going to happen. You're going to quit. But if you're like, you know what? I'm just going to start exercising twice a week. And then I'm going to work my way up to three times a week. And then when that's a habit, then I'm going to work my way up to four times a week. And when that's a habit, then I'm going to start drinking more water. You take it step by step. So keep that in mind as you develop these systems. So just as a quick review, the first simple system that you could implement right now is to figure out a way to cut out the distractions in your life so that when you come to work, whether it be in your office, in your bedroom, wherever it is, you know that your email is not going to distract you. Social media is not going to distract you. You've created a system so that you don't have to be distracted. You could also, the second system that I talked about was setting, designating certain days to work on certain tasks. With direct sellers, it's very easy to do that because we have sort of like five pillars, right? Sales, bookings, uh, team building, recruiting, uh, hostess coaching, and follow-up. So set aside days specifically for those tasks and make sure you turn on alarms in the beginning to remind you. And then that last system that I just talked about is planning out your social media, picking one day a month to plan out your social media so that you don't have to worry about that every single day. 
I hope these were helpful, you guys. I hope these ideas are going to help you create a few more systems in your life. And if you're already a systems queen, I want to hear from you, and I want to hear about what systems are working for you. You guys, next week is going to be awesome. We're going to have my mentor, my coach, James Wedmore on here. Holy moly, I'm a little bit nervous. He is You guys, I'm not even joking. He is so incredible. And every time I listen to him, my mind is blown. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear that episode because it's sure to be amazing. So until then, I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing week. And I look forward to seeing you back here next week for another episode of Making the Leap. Until then, my friends, take care. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.